Earlier this year, Brazil passed radical legislation allowing trans individuals to use their social names on identity cards without first undergoing gender reassignment surgery. Social names are the names which trans people are known by, rather than those on their birth certificates. The move came after concentrated mobilization efforts from the trans community and has been widely praised. Still, Brazil is far from reaching equality status for LGBTQ people. My name is Gustavo Ribeiro, and this is Explaining Brazil. Every time we talk about LGBTQ rights in Brazil, news outlets focus on violence against these populations. Brazil, after all, has one of the highest, if not the highest, murder rate against these populations. Talking about discrimination is, of course, extremely relevant. Today, though, I want to focus on a positive initiative that is meant to help LGBTQ people to be seen as equal members of society. That's why I'm joined today by Paolo Capistrano from an organization called English to Transform. Hello, Paolo. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Gustavo, and thank you for inviting me. Paolo, tell us a little bit about English to Transform. It's an organization you founded in March 2017. And what exactly do you do? Well, in fact, Gustavo, English to Transform is a is a program I started back in 2015. Um, so it's a project which which started three years ago, which aims at teaching um, English to transgender people. So this program I founded was mainly because I have been I have been an English teacher for about 13 years. And back in 2013, I realized, well, I'd been following some transgender activists on social media, and I realized I had never had a trans student before or even a transgender colleague um, at work. So I thought that maybe um, I could do something. I, I'm a, a cisgender man, um, gay man, and I thought I could do something for this um, part of the population, let's say. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but just for listeners who don't know, cisgender is it means that you're a man who identifies with your biological gender. Is that correct? That is correct, Gustavo. Um, a trans person is a person who um, does not identify with the gender they've been assigned at birth. And a cisgender, cisgender person is a person who does identify with the gender assigned at birth. Um, so... Basically, I'd been following some uh, transgender activists on social media, and I, I, I found out that 90% of the population, um, trans population in Brazil, um, de um, lives depend and depend on prostitution as their only means of um, work, let's say. Um, so I thought that offering um, a course which um, would give them access to a foreign language would be a way to give them better opportunities and maybe working opportunities opportunities in the future. And since you founded this uh, initiative, how many students have you, have you had and uh, which effect has this initiative had on their lives? 
Well, um, um, in 2015, when I started the program, um, I had um, a group which mainly was made of uh, transgender people. And since from the beginning, I noticed that uh, some of them were mainly inspired to go back to regular school. Uh, Many of them had uh, dropped out of school when they were young for not having their social names respected, for example. So the program somehow impacted their lives in um, in a very special way, which I had not considered when I when I thought of the project. So some of these people went back to school. Um, some of them started considering having other jobs other than prostitution, um, or at least thinking, uh, feeling more empowered in order to perform. Um, other activities, let's say. I cannot exactly precise the number of students we've had since then. Um, This is actually something we are working on right now, but I feel that the impact has been very positive throughout the the three years we've had the course so far. And uh, the courses are administered at Casa 1, which is a sort of shelter for uh, LGBT people who have uh, been expelled from their homes. Can you talk a little bit as well uh, about Casa 1? Where is it located in Sao Paulo? Sure. Um, Casa 1 is is exactly what you said. It's a shelter home for LGBT who have been expelled from homes. It's located in Bella Vista, Sao Paulo. And and basically, Casa 1 has been there since, um, in fact, Casaon started in January 2017, and it was when I brought English to transform to Casaon. Casaon, more than simply a shelter home for um, LGBTs, is also a cultural center which offers many, many different kinds of activities, including yoga classes, makeup classes, and now we also have a, a course preparing for inning, which is the um, the exam, the pre-university exam here in Brazil. So Casaon has a cultural center which offers a wide variety of courses, not only for LGBT people, but also for the whole community. Brazil is far from being the place where LGBT people are treated exactly as uh, equal members of society. Still, I have the impression that we have advanced for the past five years. We have sex, same-sex marriage in Brazil. Do you perceive that we are advancing in uh, our path towards equality or there are still too many obstacles? I feel there has been some advances, just as you have pointed out. But Brazil is still the country which kills the the most LGBT in the world. So there's still a big obstacle when it comes to finding a job for LGBTs in general, especially trans people, uh, when it comes to finding a job in companies. So yes and no, there has been a big progress, but still LGBTs keep facing um, not only violence, but um, also prejudice when it comes to finding a job, for instance. And do you think that... uh... The decision, for instance, of the electoral court to allow people to use their um, social names to vote, uh, how much will it help integrated trans people into the job market? I guess that's that that is a, a, a great um, step into the future. I mean, it's definitely going to be a helpful aspect 
And it seems that slowly things are um, getting better in that sense. However, there's still a big, big prejudice, as I said before, towards trans people when it comes to sometimes how they look or how they act. But definitely having your name accepted is a big step. Um, many trans people drop out um, school because they don't have their I identities respected. So definitely that is a positive change, let's say. You talk about prejudice, and Kazaun uh, as a cultural center and as a shelter for LGBT people, I imagine that uh, you experience firsthand uh, cases of hate speech or even attacks uh, against yourself. Yes, um, we have we have faced different kinds of attacks, especially on social media. But even um, we feel that the neighborhood we're inserted in feels a bit annoyed or bothered with our presence sometimes, but we haven't experienced any kind of violence, let's say. We just feel that we are bothering. Our presence is bothering some people, that's for sure. Attacks are very common on social media. Kazaun has faced that, English to Transform in our Facebook page as well, but nothing, no kind of violence, let's say. It's interesting you mentioned that uh, neighbors feel annoyed that you're there because Sao Paulo, especially for foreigners, there is this impression that because the Pride Parade in Sao Paulo is arguably the biggest in the world, is actually a very accepting city. Indeed, and I think, and I'm sure it is compared to many other places in the world and even in Brazil. However, the presence of many LGBT people constantly, 24 hours a day, in a neighborhood which didn't used to have us, let's say, feels a bit awkward to some people there. And that is something we do feel. But indeed, Sao Paulo is ahead in many senses, in many different ways when it comes to acceptance and tolerance. In Brazil, despite our very diverse population, we have only had one openly gay congressman, uh, which mm -hmm. is Jean Willis. How do you feel that the LGBTQ agenda is being treated by public institutions? And uh, what do you project for the 2018 election? We don't feel represented by by people in the government um, in most cases. So uh, there have been groups now um, with let's say a bigger a bigger number of candidates LG, open lgbt candidates openly um, gay or lesbian lgbt candidates and even transgender candidates who might in the future bring some positive changes into this scenario uh, but we don't feel it's being addressed thoroughly yet in this country and what should public powers do. I mean, uh, there, there has been this legislation that accepts social names. What else should we do? First, in the short term, to solve some problems that are critical right now, and also in the long term, what should Brazil address in terms of public policy and legislation? Thinking specific, more specifically of my students um, who face many, many difficult situations when it comes to having access to, for example, health services or having, receiving the appropriate um, treatment for their tran transition. 
definitely this is one of maybe the priorities which should be um, taken into consideration. Uh, an easier access to to health services, and and this is not only for trans people but um, LGBT people in general, would definitely be the first step. And uh, we... you say you you talk about the healthcare, uh, for instance someone who identifies himself or herself as trans and who wants to have a gender reassignment treatment, can this person follow a treatment with public health care system or it has to pay for it? They can. And in fact, um, we do have that, that service and even the surgery um, are offered by the the Brazilian um, public health system, um, but very very competitive in a sense of finding um, being able to schedule appointments and even um, the it, it the whole process of getting an appointment that is very challenging. So yes, theoretically Brazil allows that and even offers that kind of treatment, but the bureaucracy and the lack of vacancies in the system still um, forces many people to illegally make use of hormones and um, run, um, let's say, the risk of dying, for example. Brazil allows same-sex marriage since 2013, but there are a lot of initiatives across the country from conservative groups who want to come back and stop recognizing these marriages. Do you feel that a lot of the conquests of the LGBTQ movement in Brazil are in jeopardy right now? Because it seems Brazil seems to experience uh, a sort of conservative tide right now? Um, we do feel that um, this is happening, and I guess maybe um, one solution or a, a possible solution would be electing people um, who somehow fight for our rights and LGBT members who would fight for our rights and our needs. Um, but this is definitely something very concerning for most LGBT in this country right now. You, for example, you, you are a, a very active member in the, this community. Have you never thought of running for office? Oh, not really, no. But um, <laughs> we do have a growing number of activists and um, openly gay or lesbian people who are. So we are having a higher number of people for the next election. And that is a positive change, definitely. So, Paulo, for those who want to follow a little bit of the work being done by Casa Um, by English to Transform, and maybe even support it financially or uh, to engage themselves in this fight for LGBTQ rights, how can they do it? Casa Um and English to Transform have um, are on Facebook, so you can find us and all kind of help, not only financial, but also um, in terms of helping us gain some visibility will definitely be very positive. Um, so we, we do have Instagram and Facebook pages, both Casa Um and English to Transform.
And we also going to put this URL uh, for the website, both to Casaun and English to Transform in the Brazilian Report website. Um, we also um, host events, especially English to Transform. Every two months, we have um, a bingo, which we call Drag Bingo, in which some of the teachers dress up as drag queens. And that is our way to raise money for the project. And Paulo, a big chunk of our audience is made by foreigners who live in Brazil. So if there's someone who wants to join the cause and maybe volunteer to help you teach English to trans people, uh, are you taking volunteers as well? Yes, um, we need teachers. We've been increasing the number of groups and um, next semester, in the second semester of 2018, we're going to offer 18 groups um, or 17 groups, I'm sorry. So we definitely need more volunteer teachers. We've started, well, in fact, in, in January, we started Español para Transformar, in which we teach Spanish to LGBTs as well. And our main objective is maybe to, is, is definitely to offer other languages as well. So if we have people who are willing to teach other languages, not only English and Spanish, but other languages to LGBTs, we are definitely looking for that. Okay, so we're going to put English to Transform's contacts and directions in the Brazilian website so people can seek you and maybe join English to Transform as volunteers. Paulo, thank yeah. you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Gustavo. I would also like to thank our listeners. If you like this podcast, please take a look at our website. It's Brazilian.report. Every day we have new content about Brazil's politics, economics, and society. We also have exclusive newsletter services if you want to be briefed on what's going on in Brazil before starting your day. Subscribe now to our free trial and enjoy all of our content for 14 days. You can also follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Our handle is at Brazilian Report. That's all for now. See you next week. Mm-hmm.